Welcome to Business and Beauty, the podcast for all things entrepreneurship and pageantry. Nancy Wynn Lyles provides personal insights as a small business owner and pageant girl. Whether you want to start your business or be a part of the pageant community, we're sure that you'll find something here to help you connect with confidence. Ladies, welcome back to Business and Beauty with your host, Nancy Wynn Lyles. Today, our guest is from Houston, Texas. She is 20 years old and was just crowned Miss Texas USA Petite. She is the founder of Hashtag Leading Ladies. Okay, ladies, let's welcome our beautiful new queen, Miss Melanie Louch. How are you there? Hi, Nancy. I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. So it looks like you represented a huge city, Houston, and won a huge state title, <laughs> Texas Petite. How did you do that and also win Best in Interview? Oh, my goodness. It, it's a crazy story. I wasn't planning on competing in pageants this year, actually. I was kind of taking some time off just to focus on myself and doing well in school since I had to take a semester off of university to focus on working and getting money to pay for school. I really just wanted to take this year and initially was going to be really focusing on personal development and just becoming a better human so that when I get back into pageants, I am more centered, I'm more well-rounded, and I'm more able to take on a big title. We did not foresee the Texas Petite pageant happening. <laughs> but right. about two weeks before the pageant, which anyone who does pageants will know if you are entering a state pageant two weeks before it happens, you're probably like a crazy person. <laughs> but just a little bit, yes. <laughs> just slightly. Friend messaged me and she said, Hey, Melanie, I don't know if you've heard of this pageant. Um, it's the USA Petite system. And it's meant specifically for short people like you. I'm like, awesome way to represent the petite ladies out there. And I'm, I'm five feet tall. So I five, six requirement pretty nicely. <laughs> and she was telling me about it. And she was, I think I've been looking at the competition and they don't have somebody representing Houston, which is where I live. And she was like, I know you didn't want to do pageants this year, but I really think you might have a chance at winning. Do you want to give it a try and see what happens? And because I am a crazy person, I said, yeah, sure, let's try it. Let's see what happens. I emailed the director, submitted paperwork, paid all the fees, booked a walking coach within 48 hours of getting a message from this friend. And it was a crazy two weeks. I was focusing on very quickly developing my platform. So I had something more tangible to talk about an interview, like an actual project I had done. I was taking walking lessons. I think I did eight hours of walking lessons in four days leading up to the pageant and got brand new wardrobe because apparently I'd lost weight and none of my old pageant stuff fit me. It was insane, but showed up that weekend. And I had this really, when I stepped into the pageant, it was a completely new feeling for me. I walked in and I just felt this overwhelming sense of peace about the whole thing. I was, I feel really well prepared and I feel like I've grown as a person through this 
two weeks of mayhem and I have more clarity about what I want to do because of the work that I've done in this two weeks. And I'm okay not winning because I feel like I've already won. I have a project that's in development and I have learned more about myself. But I also had this feeling like, you know what? I feel like I might actually have a shot at this because I felt more prepared. I felt like I had something to talk about an interview that was really unique for me. And I don't know, I wasn't, I didn't even watch any of the other girls when they were on stage. I have no idea what anyone else's performance looked like, which is part of why I was really surprised when I won because I hadn't, I kind of had those blinders on. I wasn't focusing on what anyone else was doing. So I had no idea if someone else was super incredible, great walking or something like that. I wasn't really focused on that. I was just focused on like, this is an amazing opportunity for me. And if I win, that's awesome. And if I don't win, I've learned a lot about myself in the process. As we all know, ended up winning, uh, which was crazy because winning a state pageant on the first try in a new system is like, what? <laughs> like, like, it took me, for context, it took me five tries to win my first pageant ever, like less than two years ago. Being able to jump into a new system and then immediately just win it is crazy to me. But it was a lot of preparation and a lot of working on the mindset. But it happened, and I'm really excited. We have lots of appearances coming up, and I am super thrilled. It's going to be a really amazing year. You said that you had to wait till you got centered and prepared, but don't you think when you are preparing for a pageant, you're on that journey? It's being the (laughs) best version of yourself. And what a pageant does, in my opinion, is it puts you in sixth gear to get you to hurry up and Oh, yeah. The best version of yourself. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yep, for sure. So that's good. So that led you to your Leading Ladies Project. It looks like yeah. you started the hashtag Leading Ladies. And this yeah. show is all about some leading ladies. Tell us <laughs> how that started and what we can do to help you with your movement. Absolutely, yeah. So the, and I love that you brought that up about pageantry kind of, forcing you to really get into gear and work on yourself because that's something when I said I was taking a year off I you know had this idea like oh I'm gonna have this time like all this and especially now with COVID we have lots of free time that we weren't anticipating I had this time to work on this project and develop it more it's been in development already I think it started oh gosh I think like a year and a half ago it would have been March of 2019 when I first started it. It's been around for a while, but it was kind of slow. We hadn't really done a whole lot with the movement or hadn't really looked at what we could do to really tap into its full potential. And it was preparing for this pageant that kind of forced me. There was a deadline on (laughs) doing something for this. If I, I've had this project for a year and a half. If I can't walk into interview and talk about something that I've done with this project, then I probably shouldn't win, to be honest, because what does that say about me that shows that I, the kind of person who says, oh, well, one day I'll do this, or one day I want to accomplish this project, I want to get this founded, I want to do this event. And I I didn't want to be that person. I want to be somebody who took action. Having that pageant kind mm-hmm. of as the deadline really helped with forcing me to take a look at the project and what I can do for it. I'm studying nonprofit leadership in school. I'm going to have my certified nonprofit professional credential, hopefully, by the time I graduate. So I kind of am used to the world of nonprofit and what it, quote unquote, should look like. 
but you're absolutely right. Yeah, just done is better than perfect. And it was so nice to finally just do something that really had an impact, but to reach out to people and to really get this going to, and I have so much clarity now where I want this to go now that the ball's rolling. The pressure's on. Now you've got the crown. Yes. The attention is on your project and there's no time. Yes, That's what I love about pageantry is once you win or even while you're competing, mm-hmm. you are serving what you're set out to do. So with this Le- Leading Ladies project, it really puts the focus on your mission. Mm-hmm. And now with this crown, you're like, all right, I really, really got to do it big now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It is Basically, to explain more about what it is, it originally started actually with a more political focus. I also study applied politics at my university, and I was feeling called as an older teenager, maybe 16 or 17, that I wanted to speak up more about the issues that matter to me. But there were a few things that kind of kept me from really tapping into that desire in me to speak be an advocate for the causes that were important to me. The first thing that I didn't really have a lot of soft skills that you might need in order to be effective advocate. I wasn't a good speaker. I didn't know how to network. I didn't know how to get a message across about something. I had a lot of work to do in that arena, but I also didn't have a mentor of any sort. I, growing up, I was always the big sister. I'm the oldest child in my family. I've got lots of little cousins. Now I have a niece and nephew. I've always been like the older sister or the aunt or the oldest friend, always the person giving the advice, but I didn't really have somebody to fill that role for me. It kind of left me in this place where I was afraid to ask for help because I thought it would be weird for the girl who was supposed to be the big sister to everyone else to have to ask for help. But it, it really hurt me not having that sort of mentorship or leadership or seeing that example in other women who I admired and respected. Initially, the Leading Ladies Project started as kind of a movement to help get more girls being advocates for political causes or things like different policies that they wanted passed, which is still something I'm very passionate about. But when I really started to think about it, well, what was the real issue that kept me from wanting to speak out about these issues and being an advocate. And it really was that I just didn't know where to start. I didn't have a role model in that sense. I didn't have a mentor and I didn't have somebody that I could just ask what I felt were stupid questions. How do you, how do you network? How do you talk in front of a group of people? These are things you need to know if you want to go out there and talk about a certain issue, be a leader in that sense. So this Leading Ladies Project is the program that I wish I had when I was younger. And what it does is it doesn't matter what you want to do. It's not politically focused at all. Like I originally thought it would be. It really is open to girls who want to go into any sort of career path. The focus is just connecting girls, especially middle school and high school girls to successful adult female mentors in their community. It's going, it's a really open and positive environment. It's an atmosphere of there are no stupid questions, open conversation. It's relaxed. It's friendly. You know, there's no pressure to feel like you have to have all the answers because no one really does. Honestly, you don't have to, you know, focus on sounding like, you know, exactly where you want to go 
and how to get there. It's very judgment-free, open, relaxed. I'm just providing that environment for girls to ask those questions. So we had our first event earlier this month. We had nine beautiful young ladies from across the country talk to six different adult mentors, and they got to ask them all the questions. And the girls, from what I heard afterwards, I wasn't sitting in on all the sessions, but I had a feedback form. And they were saying, like, I am so glad I got to talk to somebody about this because they... I wouldn't have even thought to ask certain questions or learn about certain things if these mentors hadn't told me about it and how I could get there. What kind of backgrounds do the mentors have? Yeah, so we had all across all across the board. Um, we had an attorney, an immigration attorney. We had a fitness studio trainer. I, that's not her technical title, but that's she has a fitness studio and she does personal training and stuff. We had... Oh, we had the director of veterinary research at the Walter Reed Army Research Institute, which was super cool. I was I was so surprised when she was like, yeah, oh my gosh, I'd love to help out. <gasps> You're so cool. How are you? <laughs> and the girls thought this, they absolutely loved her. I'm so glad we got her. We had like a mortgage branch manager. We had a pharmaceutical sales specialist. I'm missing one person. I am pretty sure. Sh- oh, I don't know how I forgot her. We had an opera singer as well, a semi-professional opera singer. Our yeah. six. So really all across the board. I was like, name anything that you want to do when you grow up and I will find somebody who kind of matches that for you. I know you just launched the hashtag leading ladies. But yeah. That would be really neat if you could put their picture, their profile and the leading ladies and we could maybe find these amazing mentors. Yes. I had them up at some point on my personal Instagram. And after we did our first event, well, maybe this is weird to keep all this stuff up. So I took them down. <laughs> but we did launch today. I think by the time this episode airs, it'll have been about a week. But we did just launch the official Leading Ladies Instagram account. And so I'll be sure to repost all of the mentors on there so you can see the kind of women that you, our girls get to talk to when they work with this program and they do one of our events. You mentioned about networking. I wrote yes. the book the networking diary for the same reason when i was in school women would come up to me and ask me how do you network and when you google how to network it's (laughs) make eye contact shake hands but in pageantry you really have to learn how to network because you have to fundraise it's not cheap to enter a pageant and when you exactly network and fundraise you learn these skills in pageantry and whatever you learn in pageantry stays with you in your career path the rest of your life. Exactly. It's one of the great things about pageantry. You learn skills like this that, I mean, where else do you get to learn networking skills, the kind of communication skills that you need to have to talk, answer a 20-second question in front of a bunch of strangers? Like, it's incredible. (laughs) Not even answering questions, but just standing in front of somebody. That takes practice. Something like... So when you're on a stage or in a room with the bunch of judges looking at you it's really really scary but like you said through time you get more and more comfortable with your message and your Mm -hmm. confidence that's great how can we help you with your hashtag leading ladies absolutely the best thing to do right now because we have a lot of new things in development with the program we're actually in talks with two different texas nonprofits to do a permanent partnership with them so we can reach more girls to stay updated with all the latest on that and to see the events we have coming up. 
you can follow at Leading Ladies Project on Instagram. For now, that's our only social media. We will probably make more in the future. If you follow that account, you'll get all the information about when those are released. And you can also follow me personally at Poetic Spaghetti, also on Instagram and Facebook. I think that's my name across all platforms, but I'm most active on Instagram. Yeah, came up with it in the shower one day when I was, (laughs) I, I had just gotten Instagram and I was, I want something unique and kind of funny, but also kind of, I don't know, I thought the word poetic made it sound really deep and thoughtful. At the time I was like 13. And I don't know, I just I I can't, I don't have the heart to change my username. I think it's, it's a cute name. At Poetic Spaghetti on all social media platforms, most active on Instagram. And I post updates there as well. That's also where you can follow my reign as Miss Texas Petite. Okay, girl, you got eight months, right? From now until March 24th, 27th, to yes. be in Chicago. Yes, what ma'am. are your plans from now until then? Are you back in school? Yes. In we, yeah, I start with school again next week. I was actually finishing up my summer classes while I was competing for Miss Texas. Oh, wow. We have a little bit of a break this week, and then we're back into it next week. So we're doing full-time university student making appearances as Miss Texas. We have one coming up this week with the Walk to End Alzheimer's. And then a few more next week. We're still working out the details. Again, if you follow my Instagram, you'll be able to see all of that stuff. We started started the, the training, the running, and all of the fitness stuff to get ready for USA Petite today as well. I'm posting about that. And of course, working with the Leading Ladies Project. I mentioned earlier, we have We're in talks with two other programs, one in Central Texas and one on the Gulf Coast that want to bring the Leading Ladies program as part of their programming. I am really excited to develop that and hopefully, as Miss Texas Petite, promote those partnerships and get more girls involved with the program so that they they can have an opportunity to have a mentor and ask those questions. I definitely appreciate what you do because we immigrants and they had to work two, three, four jobs around the clock. And oftentimes I was left alone and had to figure things out and they didn't speak English. (laughs) So I would have loved a program like yours to figure out how to get on the right bus and do the right internship and apply for classes. My parents could not have helped me with any of that. But it seems like with the leading ladies, you have women who are really passionate about guiding women with networking skills, speaking, and getting exposure to different career paths that we may never have seen while in school. Because as a kid, you see that you can be a doctor, lawyer, firefighter, but you don't see, oh, you can own a fitness gym or the head of veterinary medicine, like you said. So this is an amazing project. I know I'm going to follow hashtag leading ladies. I cannot wait to see you in Chicago. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. Well, thank you so much, Melanie, for your time. We are going to post all your links, poetic spaghetti (laughs) and leading ladies in your show notes. And we are excited to see you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Nancy. I'm excited for all the things. And I can't wait to meet you in Chicago. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate your time. If you enjoyed this episode, post a sweet review and visit us on Facebook and Instagram with Sweet Tea Nancy. For specific links related to this episode, check out the show notes. Now, go be the change.
Be the light.